Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. J.R. Spear. J.R. Spear. Welcome, everyone, to another episode on our Daily Creed Podcast Show. And today we have Donna Serdula is the founder and president of the Vision Board Media, a professional branding company that helps individuals and companies tell their unique story on LinkedIn and beyond. Bringing dynamic brand storytelling to the masses and empowering people to dream big, that's the ink in her pen. It's her website, linkedin-makeover.com, where she and her team help people collide with opportunity and transform their lives via future forward career branding. She has authored two editions of LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies. Donna hosts the podcast, Dream Big with Big Dreamers. She shared her LinkedIn expertise at global conferences, presented keynote and workshops, and featured on a number of high-profile news outlets. Welcome, Donna. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, well, I'm excited about having you and diving in and hopefully learn something new about LinkedIn. So uh, before well, before we get started, the big question I always ask people is, what are you doing to make an impact in this world? Yeah, you know, we're helping people and, and companies really embrace their story, understand who they are, uh, put that out there in a manner that people can easily see so they can collide with opportunity and good things happen. Yeah, well, that, let's let's go right into... Um, a little bit about how you got started. Like what made you want to get into LinkedIn? What's your story behind it? And then we'll dive into like what you're doing. So, but let's start. How did you get into yeah. doing what you're doing? Like what, what is your story behind what you're doing? Yeah, I, I signed up for LinkedIn back in 2005. Do you remember when you joined? I have no clue. I don't even use LinkedIn that much because I just never really got much success from it, but I know people that do. So I'm hoping that on the show, you're going to change my mind. I might convince you. I may convince you to to jump into this network. It's an yeah. awesome one. You know, I I joined in 2005 and I'm it actually started like in 2002 2003 is when okay. it you know it came. So it's one of the earliest uh social media, you know, outlets out there. Um but I had joined and I copied and pasted my resume into those fields of the profile. And I thought I had done a pretty good job. And I was like waiting for opportunity to hit me and nothing happened. Hmm. It was this huge waste of time. And it was, it was, a, it was a few years after that, that I had gotten a, um, a new job, no thanks to LinkedIn. And it was a real cutthroat, high pressured uh, sales role. And I was, was cold calling, you know, 80 calls hmm. before noon every day. Um, it was it was uh, it was a pretty hefty type of role, and it was during that time that I I started to realize that LinkedIn had potential, and I started to see it in a in a I think a different way than most. It wasn't like let's just use LinkedIn to spam people, but mm. you know I I recognized that I was always looking to see who it was that I was calling or I was meeting, and I wanted to know more about them, and I would always Google you know like type in their name and see what would pop up, and the profile was almost always the only pertinent result. And it was always just this rehash of this dull, dry, out of date resume. And I wanted more. I wanted to learn more about them. Mm -hmm. And that was, that's really, it was that realization. And then noticing that I had done exactly the same thing. 
Yeah. And, you know, working to tell a story, you know, working to make it human, making working to make it really define me in a manner that was intriguing and got people feeling good. Um, and then seeing the success that that, you know, ushered in. And it was in 2009, I started my company. People thought I was absolutely insane. <laughs> they were like, what? You're going to write LinkedIn profiles for professionals and executives? Like that's that sounds absolutely insane, Donna. But and it was, it wasn't, but at the same time, it was something that was necessary because it's hard to write about yourself. Yeah. You know, it's really, really hard to see yourself objectively and to sort of connect those dots and understand what are strengths because strengths come easily to us. So mm. we sort of assume everyone has them. So you really do need, if, if you want to present yourself in the right way, it, it's almost important to have that objective third party that you can talk to and have them really, you know, finesse that story. Um, and so I, I now have 20 writers on my team. We've written over 8,000 LinkedIn profiles and um, we do so much more than just profiles at this point. But hmm. to me, LinkedIn itself is this amazing tool and I want to help people understand it, embrace it, use it and find amazing success off of it. Yeah. So I come from a background of sales as well, you know, whether it was selling martial arts memberships or fitness memberships or material handling uh, equipment, and then even consulting and a bunch of other things. And uh, one thing that you said that kind of got you started into this was really understanding the person that you're going to be talking to, even whether it's cold calling or whatever it may be. And that research that you did behind that. And uh, I know it's com completely off topic from from what you you do, but I want I want you to kind of chime in a little bit about the importance of really understanding the prospect you're talking to and doing that research and how that has changed even the conversation when you get on with people for that, and then also how LinkedIn can can actually change it. So talking so to clarify, the question I'm asking is how important is it to research the person you're getting ready to talk to, and how can LinkedIn leverage that your your the resources to be able to do that. You know, when, when I, when I put that into context with, you know, the LinkedIn profile, right. A lot of people just jump in and they write a LinkedIn profile. They think, oh, let me just write it. Let me just, you know, copy and paste an old bio and old resume. But the truth is before you even get started down that path, you need to think, what is my goal? What am I trying to accomplish? You know, am I looking for a job? Am I looking to be seen as a thought leader? Do I want to showcase my expertise? Am I doing this for reputation management? Am I doing this because I want to network more effectively? Like all of those are potential goals that a person would get on LinkedIn trying to accomplish. But very few people ever really sit down and say, this is what I'm trying to do. And if you don't know what you're trying to do, you're never going to get there. So it's important to be very crystal clear. But once you understand your goal, then you need to start to think about the target audience. Right. What do they need to know about you? What is important to them? And once once you have an idea of who that target audience is at that point, that's what's going to help you start to create that narrative. So you combine that with your goal. You understand that target audience. You think in terms of the keywords, right? Because you want to get found for opportunity and people are on LinkedIn. They are putting in keywords, trying to find someone like you. Yes. So if you can Think in terms of those key words that a person who doesn't know that you exist, but they know that these are my pain points. These are my needs. This is what I'm looking for. This is the, this, these are the strengths and the abilities, the perfect person for this potential opportunity would, would have in their tool belt. Mm -hmm. Put those in your, if you can massage them in, organically utilize them in your context, you're going to pop up in those search results and yeah. opportunity can land in your lap. So 
So in terms of like the cold calling aspect, honestly, back then I was Googling because I wanted to feel more comfortable on the call. Okay. I later, I later began to realize that when you are cold calling, sometimes it's best not to do that. Sometimes it's best to go in really cold. But at the same time, when you're moving forward, I think it's always an important idea, at least once you're moving through. You do need to know what is it, what's important to them, you know, yeah. and, and is this the right solution for them? And how can I help them understand that this is something that is going to meet their needs and 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 make a difference? Because if it doesn't, you don't want to move forward anyway. Well, it's, it's, it's boiled down to any type of sales marketing or whatever. You got to understand your perfect client and, and making sure that you have the solution to the problems that they have in the first place. As entrepreneurs, yeah. we're more more so just problem solvers. And if you don't, if you don't have the solution for it, then why are you going to waste your time? So exactly. getting into it, it's like, okay, you're doing them a disservice and wasting their time if, you, if you're calling them and, and trying to, to sell whatever you want to sell versus going into it saying, hey, you are someone that identified that I know I can help and I want to be able to present you with this opportunity because I know you could benefit from it. So I think having that little bit of research does help somewhat because you know if I, I'm not going to go sell a forklift or warehousing equipment to someone that doesn't have a warehouse. You know, I'm gonna, not going to be knocking on someone's doors personally. Yeah. Agreed. When, but when, when a person is cold calling in the, in the manner that I was, you have that lead list, right? You've yeah. got the list and they already have qualified. So it's, you know, sometimes you just need to pick up the phone and just go. The phone yeah. And go. Just, just go. That's really cool. So, so kind of uh, diving into what you're doing right now with uh, the LinkedIn makeover. So do you, I'm assuming that you have a, a system and process that you take your clients through. And what are some things that as entrepreneurs should look for uh, to kind of like check the box saying, okay, I do this, I did this, I did this and whatever that may be, because I'm coming from the standpoint, like I told you, like I'd never been able to have any success from LinkedIn. I've invested a lot of money with different companies to really try to do it and didn't really get anything from it. Now, seems like you got a completely different approach to what you're doing. And so I would almost like to see a little bit about what is working on LinkedIn and what are some key things that our audience needs to pay attention to, to make a difference so they can get those leads, make more sales and more connections to really benefit them. Yeah. You know, you had said to me prior, when we were first just chatting before you hit the record button, you were talking about your acronym CREED. Yeah. And I too have an acronym and I call it SOAR, S-O-A-R. And this is my methodology. And I have found that it's very simple, but if a person works their way through it, they are going to start to see results mm -hmm. and success from LinkedIn. So the very first is S and that's strategize. And it's what you and I were talking about just, just a few minutes ago, which is know that strategy. What is your goal? Who is your target audience? What are those key words? You know, what is your story mm -hmm. and how can we align it? So it all makes sense. So the strategy is an important component. Very few people do that. But once you, you understand that, then you need to optimize. You need to optimize that LinkedIn profile. And very few people do. The optimization is looking at that profile as that you know outsider and looking at it with fresh eyes and saying, is, is this representing me today? And does it represent me into the future? Or is this nothing more than an obituary of the things that I've done and where I've been? It's, I often see where a salesperson would have, or even, you know, for that matter, you know, an entrepreneur may have a profile and, you know, it just speaks to their accomplishments. It doesn't speak to their, their clients, their, you know, potential clients, um, you know, and oftentimes if you, if it's misaligned, it turns off that target audience. 
And you don't even realize because suddenly they, they looked you up. They didn't like what they say. They went with someone else. So you don't even know that that rapport wasn't forged, that you know you, you missed out on the opportunity. So a lot of times things just disappear. You don't even realize where it's hinging upon. So the optimization is is telling the right story. It's optimizing it with the right keywords. And it's not being overly salesy either, JR, right? Because who wants to be sold right out of the gate? It's it's yeah. forging a relationship. It's 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 painting that picture of this is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I help. This is why I do it. This is why it matters. And this is what I stand for. Because people want to know these things. So once we get through the optimization piece, then we start to work on the amplify piece, which is building a network. And that's connecting. It's it's growing that network. It's connecting to people. Mm. With connecting, that's that's what's going to allow you to get found. That's going to allow you to be heard. But you need to have a strong network. Do you know how many people are in your network on LinkedIn? I mean, on LinkedIn, I, I'm I'm really bad on LinkedIn. I mean, I, I probably check my LinkedIn maybe once or twice a month. So, I, so I, Facebook, I, Facebook is my home. It's where I generate most of my leads and where I build my communities. But uh, yeah. so if, if you're doing that on Facebook, you may find that there's there's some similarities with LinkedIn, or you may just say, "I'm going to use LinkedIn for reputation management." You know, Facebook is my lead gen, but you know, I'm going to be on LinkedIn for reputation management and just to be seen. You know, as a thought leader, maybe I'm not going to be converting you know crazy amounts of leads, but I'm there and I'm making an impact. And maybe some of the people that are on on Facebook are also there on LinkedIn as well. But with with that network, I always say that 500 is a really good indicator if you're really serious on LinkedIn. Because if you have less than 500 connections, you're kind of, it's it's just not really enough. But once you get over that 500, that's when you're going to start to see that there, there is, there is, there is business in those. <laughs> yeah, you, you make me, hills. you make me kind of curious. I'm gonna have to check my LinkedIn right now. Yeah, well, open up the app and then click on where it says My Network. Once you click on My Network, it should then give you the number at the top. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if you have a lot more than 500. But it says you know, Manage really My Network. Is that where you go? Oh, connection yeah, is three three thousand thirty five. Oh, that's a pretty darn nice number. Okay, that's 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 very nice. Very few people have that many. Interesting. So 500 is for me, you're, you've already, what, my, you know, tripled that a number of times, but at the same time, having a good size network is important. Once, once you have that network, then you want to R. So we have strategize, optimize, amplify. The last one is relate. Hmm. And that's when you start to get active on LinkedIn and you start to post and you start to engage. That's the piece that many people missed. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was talking to a friend this morning. And he's part of uh, my business leaders network community. And he was like, I'm, I do post and no one really comments or, or engages with me and stuff. And I go, well, what are you doing to engage with them? Like how many one-on-ones have you done and connect with them and get to know who they are? And one of my fastest ways that I've been able to build my network and why I'm at where I'm at is because I focus on serving people and bringing people the value first without expecting anything in between. So if I want to gain your attention for who you are and getting you to pay attention to me, Donna, I would honestly get to understand what you do and find out who your ideal client is. And I'm going to want to refer as many people to you as possible. Why? Because now I become the hero in both of your guys' eyes. And then you're going to be thinking about me a lot more and being more appreciative for what we do. And that's where this individual was missing the boat. He was expecting people to comment and engage with what he has to do, but he wasn't bringing any value to them. So no one's paying attention to me and a light bulb went off for him. And it aligns with what you just said. It's like, you got to relate to people with being active, 
post and engage. And I always tell people that if you want to be able to give, get love, you got to give love first. And, uh, and it's a a relationship. And so you got, you got to gain people's attention. No one's going to pay attention to you if you're not paying attention to them. So it's so true. It's so true. And when, when you think of how LinkedIn describes their mission for that LinkedIn feed, they have stated uh, it's people, you know, talking about the things that you care about. That's what mm-hmm. LinkedIn is striving to accomplish with that LinkedIn feed. So people you may know, people you know. And, and if you think about that, how do they know you know people? Like there, certainly there's that connection point, but they want to see that you're you're scrolling through and you're liking yeah. and you're commenting and you're reposting. And if you're not doing that, if you're using it just as that pulpit, as that that like a bullhorn where you're just, you know, just yelling out your, you know, where you are and what you're doing. That's, that's not a conversation. It's not that talking piece. So you need to get on, you need to engage, you need to interact. And then once, once you start doing that, when you start to post, and then you want to post in the right type of a way, because there is with LinkedIn, there are some, I don't want to call them rules, but there is an algorithm and it works in a very specific manner. And -hmm. if you can hit those things that that algorithm is looking for, that proves the content is relevant you will get more views. You will get more engagement. And typically that's when the magic really occurs, when things start to move offline and you can really forge a real world relationship. Yeah. So I have, few, I have several different questions I want to be able to ask you, and I'm, I'm going to be kind of starting backwards since we just hit on that. What is a good practice on a daily basis, a weekly basis that someone should be engaging and contributing content, producing content onto their LinkedIn profile? So- there are two levels here, right? There is that thought leader. That's that, there's that person who really wants to dominate. But I believe that most entrepreneurs, most people don't have a desire to be cranking out the content for that level of engagement. It's just, it's not a necessary thing. So you don't need to be creating content every day on LinkedIn for most people, unless of course, again, thought leader, you know, that type, yes. But for most average, normal, ordinary users who want to get loud on LinkedIn, if you can post once a week, that's fabulous. That is fabulous. Posts on LinkedIn live longer than any other social network. So you post on Monday, you're going to find that as long as people are engaging with it, it can continue to live and you'll start, you'll continue to see people liking and commenting on it Thursday, Friday, that same week. So that content can live for a while. And that's a good thing. The other thing is when you're not posting on LinkedIn, so the other four days of that work week, perhaps think about going in and spending time just scrolling through and engaging with the content that's there. Hmm. So rather than have this huge um, you know, you know, weight on your back saying, oh, I've got to crank out the content every day. Instead, you know, crank out something really good. LinkedIn values quality over quantity. So really put some effort into something, a really good post. And then the rest of the time, engage, interact, comment. Don't just like. That's what a lot of people do. Like, 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 like is not helping anyone. <laughs> so instead of hitting the like button, instead jump into the comments and start to have conversations. And, you know, add your two cents and and create some content there. Yeah, so what every single platform has like their own, purpose of the type of content that should be produced. And of course you got Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and LinkedIn and Discord and Telegram and all these different things. What type of content are you seeing getting the most engagement 
on LinkedIn? Is it shorts? Is it videos? Is it a picture with uh, text? Is it like I know for a long time on Facebook doing just text type post with a white background would get a lot, lot more response and something I, I, I call like a blunt post. But from LinkedIn, what what type of strategy or content yeah. is working the best? So with LinkedIn, that algorithm shifts, it changes. So for a while, if you put out a poll, oh my gosh, polls were performing amazingly well. I mean, you'd get probably five times the amount of views that you would normally get if you just did a text post. Mm. I'm seeing I'm seeing a little bit of a shift away from polls. And what of late, what's been really working very well are the carousel posts. So mm. it's, okay. you know, having like, you know, five to, to 10 slides um, with content, with imagery, with, with tips, and the person clicks through each slide. And, and by clicking, that's conveying to LinkedIn, oh, this is good quality. This is relevant. This is compelling. I need to show this to more people. So carousels have been doing very, very well. For a while, videos weren't doing very well. I just posted a video yesterday and thousands of views. So it really does depend upon the quality. Um, the longer posts still do well, still do really well on LinkedIn. Um, we're also seeing, and, and you, you'll see it yourself if you jump into that feed, there's a lot of posts that include a selfie, you know, a picture of maybe not a necessary a selfie selfie, but the, a picture of that person who posted it in a, in a maybe a rather informal pose. But we're seeing that the more you, you include an additional picture of yourself, those posts tend to do very, very well as well. But with that said, that's right here, right now. Who knows what it's going to look like in three weeks or three months or three years from today? Yeah, I, I would be curious to really know how to actually keep up and find out what the new algorithm is on LinkedIn. Is there like a place that people can go and be like, hey, this is what's working? Do they post that publicly or people just need to figure it out and and then they start? Yeah, luckily, there's the, the, the thought leaders on the um, on the platform, you know, we're, we're posting what we're seeing, what we're finding out. Um, okay. you know, people are very open as to, there's nothing that says this is the algorithm and this is how it works. LinkedIn will never allow that to be stated openly, but it seems to me that, you know, we, we stumble upon things and we post it and then it gets shared and it becomes, you know, what's, what's working. Um, it was just a few months ago. I had posted how, um, sharing for a long time. If you shared a person's post, that share of the content did not help the original creator didn't give them any more views. Um, and then if you did share it, that person who shared that post, those posts did poorly. I mean, crazy poor. Um, mm. But everything shifted about, I can't even remember if it was like three months ago or four months ago. Um, but all of a sudden I shared a post and started getting views and people started to share my post. And I, I was finding that these posts that were getting all these reposts started to you know, float higher. So it's it's just watching and seeing what's working and and not being afraid to try new things. But at the same time, I, I will say this: it's not you cannot game the system. Mm -hmm. The only the best way to game the system is to put out good quality content, anything yeah. that has value, that educates, that inspires, that that gets people uh, feeling good, it gets them intrigued. It, it, that's that is going to produce some type of reaction on that reader. They're going to comment, they're going to like, they're going to share, whatever it might be. And, and when enough do that, that's when your post is going to be seen by the most eyeballs. Yeah, that, that's that's really good. And uh, I guess the, the the big answer to the the question is to start following you. 
so we can, so I want to like to start following you so that way we can see and wait to hear for like what we got to do next and, and get you to pay for your services. So, uh, well, JR, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a tip. All right. So if, when, <laughs> when you follow a person, right, because there's a difference between following and connecting on LinkedIn, connecting really? is a two-way street. So when you connect, I'm subscribing to you and you're subscribing to me and we're sharing our network. But if you don't know that person all that well, you don't want to connect because you don't know and trust them, right? There's, there's no, you shouldn't be connecting because it's, it's not, you're not at that point of the relationship yet. So in that situation, what you want to do is follow, you hit the follow button and following is more of a one-way street. It would be, if I followed you on LinkedIn, now I'm subscribed to your, your content. But when you hit the follow button, there's, it's still a relatively new feature and I, I really love it. But when you hit follow or for that matter, connect, a little bell shows up in the upper right part of the profile. Click the bell. If you click it once, you, you subscribe to, and you're going to get notified of all of their top posts. If mm. you hit the button twice, you're going to, you're going to be notified of all of their posts. So if there's someone that you really want to actively pay attention to, hit that hit that bell. Because oftentimes with LinkedIn, when you're looking at your feed, you're not looking at a chronological list of posts. You're looking at what's most popular. So if you want to pay attention to someone, you know, maybe someone's a lead, you know, maybe a person's a lead, a prospect, you know, or maybe they're a client that you want to give some extra love to hit that bell. And when they do post, you're going to be notified and you can jump in and immediately start to engage. It's really good. I, uh, I definitely am going to hit that bell for you and start following you and and, and learn a little bit. Um, before we before we come to the end of the show, I did want to ask you kind of a key question: is from a LinkedIn standpoint, are people utilizing it as like a, a search engine? I believe so. So in my mind, LinkedIn is it's it is a search engine. It's a search engine for professionals of professionals. Yeah. So, well, well, the, well, the reason the, re the reason why I asked it, and sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the reason why I asked it because yeah. you you hit on the keywords being really important for a person's profile, and and, and that definitely brought it into my attention. Because honestly, for the longest time, I didn't realize people were using TikTok as like a search engine. Like they go in there and look for certain things or help with something, and then they go in there and and look for it. But they're using it as a search engine to get help on or entertainment, whatever it may be that they want to follow. And I'm just wondering if uh, LinkedIn is the same way. Absolutely. If you think about it, if you were to go to Google and you say, uh, you know, help me find, you know, some some such service provider. If you go to Google, I mean, the results are going to be all over the place, right? Yeah. It'll be anything. But if you go to LinkedIn and you say, I'm searching for this type of a service provider, the results are going to be people that are within your network. So it's people yeah. that you've already met, that you've connected to, people that people that you have met and connected to though their their connections and their connections connections so you're really getting this spotlight of these are the people that are within your network they're local they're real people they're 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 active they're engaged and you can immediately pop in and see how are you connected where did they go to school where have they worked there's so much really great information so you know recruiters are doing it hr people are doing it but i think most regular people and and other you know entrepreneurs other business owners who who need assistance who need help go to linkedin it's it's so easy it's so yeah. easy and it produces people yeah well you you're definitely uh changing my thought to be a, a different you know person that wants to try it out a little bit more and put more effort into it so i appreciate that well, uh, kind of the last question that I always ask everyone when they come on our show is like, what is their creed? Meaning, what is the one thing that you are most committed to that you'd be resilient even through the most difficult times? 
showing up every day, giving your best and having the mental and physical discipline to complete your mission. So Donna, what is your creed? You know, I, I think of it this way, you know, I started this business in 2009 and, you know, back then it was simply, let me, I want to write LinkedIn profiles for people because it's hard to write about yourself. But the more I did it, the more I realized it had nothing to do with LinkedIn. It had everything to do with helping empower people, helping people understand their worth, understanding their value, helping them connect the dots to their own story. And the crazy thing is, once those profiles were up there and, and you know, things started to happen, you know, people who felt pigeonholed, people who felt stuck were suddenly finding themselves in new op- with new opportunity and job changes and fabulous things. And, and their lives were changing because of the work that we did on. And so the profile really was more of an excuse to get mm-hmm. deliberate. And so I look at that and that's what drives me. That's why I'm constantly... <laughs> doing this. I'm on the phone. I love it because I really do feel like I am making an impact and one that doesn't just hit that individual, but it, it ripples out. It ripples out. And, and that's why I do what I do. So it's, it's, it's helping people and it's empowering them and it's allowing them to make changes in their life. That's awesome. I love it. So, uh, Cool. So how can people get in touch with you or what type, is there like a website, a giveaway or something that you would like to extend out to our audience? Sure. So if you visit my website, it's linkedinmakeover.com or linkedin-makeover.com. There is a free resources section where you can access our LinkedIn headline generator, which is a great way of just starting to optimize your profile, getting a really great headline that's that's uh, engaging and compelling and attractive. Um, we have other items there as well. We have a, um, a LinkedIn post idea generator. So if you want to start to post, but you don't know what to post about, we give you three ideas every day, uh, things that'll just get you, get you get you thinking about, okay, this is this is something that I can post about. Hmm. Um, so we have that, but the other the thing that I do, which is, I think rather unusual, maybe it is, maybe it's not, but, um, I have all of our services listed and pricing and it's very easy to, uh, give us a call, get on our calendar and talk about our services and see which one's the right fit for you. Very cool. And we're, we're going to post the links in the show notes so that everyone listening to this can just click on it, go to it and be able to engage with you. Any last minute comments or that you want to be able to leave the audience with? You know, I, I think it's, it's. Just, you know, give, what, what was it? Give peace a chance. Give LinkedIn a chance, guys. <laughs> it's, it's a great network. I think, yeah. I think you may find that um, it's changed immensely over the last five years. Um, the LinkedIn that you may think you know from, you know, years ago is not the same, you know, platform that it is today. Uh, it's much more engaging. It's far less spammy. And um, there's a lot of good, good quality, good materials, good, 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 you know, opportunities to develop. So take a look at it. Well, I think you're definitely starting to make me feel like a believer and wanting to give it a shot. And I'm going to hit that bell and start following you so I uh, don't miss anything that's uh, coming around. So I appreciate everything that you have given today. Tons of great nuggets and and tips and strategies for people to be following and 
and even just finding the power of you, the, what LinkedIn can even offer. So I thank you for that, Donna. But uh, to all the audience out there, if you guys want to engage with her, make sure you go to linkedinmakeover.com. We'll post a link inside of the show notes. And I believe that she has some books as well that you can purchase and her course and training that she has. So make sure you follow her. We'll put uh, all her, her social media content, her links, her email, everything that we can in the show notes so that way you guys can engage and, and start following and, and get plugged in. So until next time, everyone, simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with J.R. online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at Fit Pro Funnels. And you can also find him on Instagram at jr.spear.3. 